Ew. I feel like you know how Little Wayne off, often starts his verse with the the big lighter flick. <laughs> yeah. I feel like corporate lunch. Oh, you're now rocking with corporate lunch, by the way. I feel like corporate lunch should start with the opening of like a uh, one of those uh, to go sandwich boxes, <laughs> like the plastic, plastic unclicking, kind of popping out of those little click boxes. That Just the like. Yeah. Uh, plastic and, fork sharpening against the plastic. And board. of course, a good turn me up in the headphones. What's up, y'all? This is Corporate Lunch, episode 14. Wow. One four. That's two weeks worth of corporate lunch. <laughs> you could do nothing but corporate lunch for two weeks. Two I'm, straight weeks. I'm Jeeky Style Editor in Chief Will Welch. What's your name, dude? Noah Johnson here. That's right. Uh, this this is a current events. We're bringing back the current events, current yeah. fashion events concept to the corporate lunch to your to your ear to your eardrums. It feels like we covered we we've like covered all of life's big topics over the last few <laughs> weeks. Like you're pretty much Neil set. deGrasse Tyson it and got <laughs> shit on us. <laughs> like planetary movements. But you don't want people to think that we're not up on the news. We are up on the news. I read business of fashion. Come on. I got a W. Actually, how's my WWD subscription, Sam? It's still live. <laughs> Uncertain. Look, man, we're on. Let's put it this way: we're on Twitter. Big, big on Twitter. Huge on Twitter. Noah's huge on Twitter. I'm vaguely on Twitter. <laughs> um, Okay, so we were on the elevator down to the corporate lunch uh, room, and Noah <laughs> was giving me a little bit of a preview into the, what has been going. I, to be honest, I've been in a, um, I've been in a K hole the last week, um, and he was breaking down for me what is going on with Yeezy Season Six. There's some inventive lookbooking going on. Yeah, I think I think this is probably Kanye's most successful like move. As a fashion designer, thus far, I think. I mean, I can't. Other than that little, uh, I think at the end, <laughs> that was a suitably hot take. <laughs> I'm super into it. So you heard it here first on Corporate Lunch. Noah Johnson says that Kanye West's greatest achievement thus far as a fashion designer yeah. is the Yeezy Season Six. This this kind of live paparazzi show replacing lookbook yeah. hybrid situation. Yeah. Can you explain it to me like you did on the elevator? And he's, I mean, he's famously flubbed like multiple attempts at presenting his collections. So season six. And, uh, and, and had some ground, some groundbreakers. Totally. Madison Square Garden was a win. Season three with the broken heels and the, that was not as successful. And Madison Square Garden was incredible. That was incredible. That was like an amazing experience. What an afternoon. Um, I think, but you know, like, well, whatever. That was, that was a definitely a win. By all accounts. So season six, uh, which is, you know, the spring, should be the spring 18 season. Right. Uh, spring 18 shows came and went and season six never appeared. And it was like canceled or removed from the fashion calendar. Or no one really knew what happened. And then over the last week, Kim Kardashian West, Kanye's famous wife. Wife, right. Started, yeah. <laughs> right, started uh, posting paparazzi photos of herself wearing the collection. Unveiling, unveiling the collection, image slowly, image by image, rolling out. I think I saw them first on Instagram stories, coming and going. It wasn't even like a full. I don't think that there was like a full coordinated drop of everything. They just kind of trickled out. Right. And she's wearing, you know, she's like wearing the easy stuff. It's like bike shorts and tube top and you know, sports bras and big denim jackets, all sort of faded grays and beiges and stuff. 
so Noah mentioned this yesterday and I went on Instagram last night to check it out on Kim's Instagram. And what was awesome was that you had her and, you know, the pretty like futurist, you know, she's getting out of sports cars with suicide doors yeah. with like, like dyed hair. You know, she, she looks like a, 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 a human of the future basically. Yeah. It's that. And every other photo, she's got two concepts happening on her Instagram <laughs> right now. She's got the, the, the paparazzi shot debut of season six. And then there seems to be a sort of, um, Nori and Saint and whatever their cousin's name is roll out like an advent calendar. Yeah. Like, like an holiday. Instagram, yeah. like an Instagram yeah. advent calendar. Yeah. And I thought and then mixed in with like makeup launches of these like billion dollar makeup launches. Yeah. I'm really into the, like, yeah, the intensity of futuristic, fashion drops mixed with basic family Christmas stuff. I mean, they didn't overthink it. They were like, hmm, here's a huge platform we have. And <laughs> how, then how uh, can we get these clothes in front of the people? And it, it appears as though Kanye really designs his women's clothes for Kim. I mean, yeah. they, they just look like they were designed for her. Yeah. And then, you know, it was definitely thought out and intentional that Kareen Reutfeld, the famous, you know, fashion creative director and, creative director and stylist styled all the looks so they had like real people in there so that, making this thing so presumably kareen was like back at the kardashian west house yeah like with racks for sure styling cam and instead of sending her out of a little screen onto a runway she was putting her into like italian uh supercars yeah just like and calabasas she was like driving to the grove or, or the office in calabasas yes, or whatever exactly just like in a parking lot in calabasas I'm, it's beginning to take shape for me, and I'm beginning to to understand why you think this is a uh, pretty, pretty advanced stuff. It, it <laughs> I just think it's one of these things that it just feels like an original concept. It feels like like Kanye is kind of like taking his strengths, taking what he's got, and like making the most of it, and not doing that thing where he sort of tries to take on too much or tries to do something that's like a little beyond his reach or beyond what he's sort of capable of. Right. You know, not that I think he's not capable of having a runway show. It's not the most complicated thing yeah. in the world to do. But, you know, he gets, this is a person who's incredibly ambitious and thinks really big and doesn't always deliver. If there's another designer who could do this particular thing, I can't think of what it is. It also reminds me a little bit of the um, the ever-evolving title uh, rollout yeah. of uh, St. Pablo, the album. It's a little bit like he, you know, Kanye being Kanye kept changing stuff yeah. and they would repost it to title. And yeah. then at some point, somebody smart was like, we should just brand this as a living album. Yeah. Not as like uh, ongoing refusal to stop tweaking. There's like this fluidity to it and it's not really fully named or realized until, until it's fully realized. And then, you know, like it all comes into focus when it comes into focus, and then it makes sense. I wonder if the if the if the Yeezy Squad is then going on, and maybe even Kanye himself, then going on the like paparazzi wires and choosing the best photo of Kim, buying it, and then putting it on the Adidas Yeezy site. I didn't see that information's probably out there. I didn't see anything about that. Like, I didn't see photo credits on any of these. They're really treating it like just the way someone would sort of pull paparazzi photos off the internet somewhere. Like the way we, the way we would up. if we were going to put something on GQStyle.com yeah. and we bought yeah. the photo. The kicker, though, what's was... Going on, yeah, what's going on with the kicks? The sneaks. <laughs> the best part of this whole ordeal is that the whole collection went up for sale. I, I think it's pre-order. I'm not sure what they're doing, but the whole thing went up on Yeezy Supply and with all the pictures of Kim, all these paparazzi photos of all Kim's looks. And, like, they're pretty... It's, like, pretty dope. And then 
in one look. So you would click the the photo of the look, and it would bring you to a page that had all the products that you could like order the like spaghetti strap tank top if you want. Yeah. And one of the, the looks, next level sports bro. Yeah, one of the looks she's wearing the new Yeezy shoe that's not out yet. It's coming next year. I think it's called the Desert Rat. I think it's a Yeezy Boost 500 or something. I, I like that one, the Desert Rat. It's fucking cool. It's definitely my favorite sneaker he's probably may, ever done. Am I confusing that with the Wave Runner? It's not the Wave Runner. It's the Desert it's Rat. It's the next one. Yeah, it's the Desert Rat. It looks like really good titles this time. Too. Early 2000s skate shoe, and it has an old Adidas basketball shoe sole unit on it. This like bubbly. I think it was called the Crazy Eight or yeah, it was Sam Heim Productions. Noah just said uh, Soul Unit. Soul Unit. That's common parlance. S- this is this is serious sneaker. This shit. is corporate lunch. Like, we I'm, use words like Soul Unit. Uh, talking about Kanye West is very much in my wheelhouse. Soul Unit is very much out of my <laughs> wheelhouse, which I don't know what to make of that. Okay, uh, proceed. So the uh, the deal was that you had in order to order the sneaker to purchase this sneaker. To pre-order this sneaker for March 1st delivery, you had to buy the whole look as a bundle. What else is bundled in this bundle? You get in the bundle, you get a hoodie and a pair of like sweat shorts. Shorts for, for like an additional six hundred bucks or something. Wait, 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 wait. Shorts. To get the sneaker, you have to buy not only a hoodie but also shorts. Yes, yeah, sweat shorts. Sweat shorts. The hoodie and the shorts are matching same fabric. What's the grand color. total? I know it's eight sixty or something. 760 it's 764 to to get the bundle it's the only way you can acquire these sneakers so far until the you know whatever resellers get their hands on them next year god bless them man i mean That's... i don't know if it's genius part of me was like doug you would just sell more sneakers if you didn't right bundle the bundle but then part of me is like you're gonna sell these sneakers no matter what yeah and you just moved yourself a bunch of hoodies and shorts along with them (laughs) which is always a win if you can really move a bunch of soft shorts (laughs) um you know what this makes me wonder and i don't know enough uh you know i don't know what a soul unit is much less the timetables of sneaker production yeah but one thing that frank ocean has been doing that i think is really smart like so frank dropped the endless you know he did black friday last black in 2016 mm-hmm. he did a drop of merch mm-hmm. and then he did a drop for endless is it called endless am i am i breaking this this is the vhs thing that just came out yeah and yeah. then so this black friday he drops the endless merch uh-huh. and uh i went on and bought vinyl yeah but the delivery date like that like this the kanye sneaker that you're talking about is way in the future i don't even remember where it's coming but i presume that he's able it's the stuff's only on sale for 24 hours so i presume they count the orders yeah. produce that amount yep. and have zero back stock yeah it's a pre-order so deal so do you i know you probably don't know for sure but do you think it's possible that they're only producing the number of wave rats that get bought it's it seems like it yeah which just doesn't i don't know why they would do it that way but it appears to be the way it's done cuz i mean if adidas is underwriting it i don't see why they would but care. if Right for yeah, it's it's different for Kanye and Adidas. But if you're Frank and you're essentially funding this merch enterprise on your own, yeah, because he's now independent post Def Jam. So you know what I mean? It's like he only has to make the amount of vinyl that is already sold. I guess another thing though is is it, that like an Everlane kind of vibe? <laughs> <laughs> well, there might for for drops like these though. It might be really unpredictable. Like the demand quotient might be really unpredictable. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't know how many people are going to turn out for this Yeezy sneaker. The answer is probably a lot, a shit ton. The yeah. answer is probably way more than you expected every, yeah. every time it happens. Right. So in a way, this pre-order deal and, and not going into production until you have the orders is potentially a way to prevent 
just like selling out too quickly and then right. creating like a crazy secondary market and all this stuff. Which you, you see know? no dollars from. Because I think when they sold those Wave Runners, it was the same deal. They pre-ordered those a while back and people have, are starting to get them now. Like, I don't think I'm they still really... waiting on my pair. <laughs> I've, uh, some Kanye, people I know. Kanye's still... a friend of the pod. Kanye, if you're listening. <laughs> For, size 14, the black ones. Get the Wave Runners here, man. It's not, but, it doesn't seem that complicated. I don't think they ever like really sold out necessarily. Or if they did, it took a long time. Right. Because they must have just left the pre-orders wide open and said, you know, for let whatever number of hours or days and just let them rip. Sam Hine Productions saying the bundle is still the lit. The bundle's still lit. So, but I wonder if we're moving increasingly, especially if the Kanye's, you know, if, if I've learned one thing about Kanye West is he's usually uh, ahead of the curve. And that if he through Yeezy and Frank and so on are sort of like leading a retraining of buying habits, which those guys, there are not a lot of people out there who are capable of doing that. I would point um, us all to the, the the fashion world trying to go see now, buy now. And yeah, no, yeah. Nobody G-A-F. Um, Kanye, however, can sort of like retrain the way like hype people think about drops. We could be headed to a world where more and more people are just they 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 do like a three day sale and yep. they just make however many get made and there's zero backstock. Yeah, and we all know that that you know backstock and sales and all that stuff. Like the the he could be avoiding the the future where like at some point you can just cop Yeezys at Foot Locker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want inventory and you don't want your shit to go on sale. So this sort of saves you from that. Maybe, does maybe. does save you from that at least for now. But I, I want my wharf rats, and I don't want that goddamn hoodie or shorts. So <laughs> let it be known, uh, you may not get any wharf rats. I'm gonna have to wait. Um, Craig Green wants some something. Yeah, Craig Green, my I don't favorite designer. I was just gonna say it's not S- not Sam, true, but you're full of hyperbole today. I'm super, <laughs> super into it. Hyperbolic. Super into it. Sam, can we get a um um? Can you? I'm I'm gonna say two words. Can I get some effects, please? Current events. <laughs> Fashion awards are, are one of these like news items that just make your eyes roll back and straight out of the head. Like it's hard to imagine something more insidery and sort of boring in a way than a fashion award. Yeah, my eyes are bleeding. I mean, it's uh, Grammys and Oscars are tough. I think my eyes are are dropping drips of blood onto my Afro mic. <laughs> and then the designer you love is recognized with the award, and you're like, hell yeah, this awards matters. Awards matter. This is important. You're like, eat that. <laughs> I, I told you. But a cool thing was um, just Craig Green winning this award. And, like, people know Craig Green. He's been sort of a fashion industry darling. He had this first show um, in London a few years ago, and, like, people were crying. That was the rumor that it made people cry. <laughs> Shout out to whoever cried. It was so it was so, so beautiful. And, uh, and <laughs> but I was like, man, it's pretty cool that, on one hand, you have Kanye West debuting his latest collection, um, on on his wife Kim Kardashian West via Instagram and paparazzi photography and then you know selling bundles of sweatshirts and then like on across the ocean you have Craig Green this sort of quiet um enigmatic artful uh very sensitive um he's a low key visionary low if, key, I, if I may wait totally and then you have you know you have this other thing happening and i was just thinking about it like him winning this award and the the hype he's gotten and and the sort of what he's done in the fashion industry and then like this is probably he's never gonna he's probably not going to be a fashion world super duper star he's not gonna like you know i don't know that kim kardashian will ever wear his clothes and that's probably exactly as it should be like that's a, such a good thing to just have these low-key low-key visionaries as you said who kind of like 
keep and you inspired without. Although Rihanna you. was going hard on Craig Green and she her on, on the anti tour. Yeah, he's had a, he's had some good credits. The um, the thing that I think is interesting about the, this is a um, I mean, just in general, using fashion as the example, is the sort of like the slow burn, either slightly off the radar or left of center of the of the bullseye of the radar career. Yeah. And any hype related industry is like uh, something to look out for, something to be admired. I would encourage supporting people like that who are doing it right. Um, it's just a cool way to be to like sort of take yourself out of the um, the fluctuations and ripples and highs and lows, peaks and valleys of um, something that is like as much of a um, that is just as unstable as fashion. Yeah. And to just keep it dialed. Was it you that was telling me that Dries still owns his company outright? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, totally independent. So like true independence. Yep. And um, you know, uh, retail fortune fortunes can rise and reach retail fortunes can fall, but the homie Dries is like in a good spot. Yeah. Amazing. And he's got just a few stores. He doesn't have 72 stores in China. No. Yeah. He's not leveraged out of the, through his teeth. And he's been doing it for years. You know, what, what's not, your take on cussing on corporate lunch? I always try to keep it minimal. I always drop them. You and drop I, a few. I, I drop a few. Sometimes, you know, it's really hard not to, but especially when you're, we're getting riled up and exuberant, but I try to keep it pretty. Are there sensors? Pre- Are we going to get? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking about your vibe. <laughs> I'm talking about your vibe, Noah. I don't like to. There's I, no big daddy on corporate lunch. You if you can't tell by the fact that we just talked about Craig <laughs> Green for seven minutes. I think you just don't want, you know, the F-bombs to seem like a crutch, like a a, a language tick when you don't have yeah, a better word. Yeah, when in doubt. It, you know, often cursing is the sign of a, of a mediocre vo- vocabulary, yeah. which uh, gives me pause. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on in the world of cur- current events, No. So- the, Tell me something I don't know. The other thing, uh, you probably know it. Okay, the thing that hits close to home that just came out was the the next iteration of Calvin Klein's the uh, my hashtag my Calvin's campaign. This it's I saw. I was see. on the internet that day. Yeah, the hashtags are funny, right? Still with the hashtags, like yeah. when a brand pumps out a hashtag, you're a little like, yeah, just like, just don't do it. Nobody yeah, does it anyway, it, so don't try. Yeah, it's not a real thing, but yeah. it is. And hashtag my Calvin's is back. For, this is like the spring 18 campaign for Calvin Klein. Um, Although, can I say one thing about hashtag my Calvin's in particular? What? I noticed a, they might have actually won off the hashtag, right? Because not in this, not in this iteration with, with Rocky and the ASAP mob, but on a past iteration of my Calvin's, they went like really far and wide with uh, influencers on Instagram. Uh-huh. Getting them to yeah, yeah. getting them to shoot themselves, presumably in, right. in Calvin Klein underwear and hashtag my Calvin's. Yeah. But at some point I started wondering, like, I don't know if this person really got the product in a check. <laughs> like you could just make yourself look like you were part yeah, of their yeah. in, the, it, their influencer network that's right. by just doing what all the actual influencers yeah. are doing that were getting a check, which is taking a picture of yourself in some Calvin Klein right. underwear and doing and, hashtag my Calvin. So you could <laughs> easily be, make it be like Anna Ewers. Justin Bieber, Frank Ocean, and me, Will Welch. Hashtag my Calvin's. <laughs> Put it in your portfolio, like yeah. some of my uh, modeling Sim- work. Hey, guys, no problem. I'll get that out to my people. Yeah. Just pay my agent. Everyone is part of the campaign. That was What you're talking about was pre-Raph Simmons, I believe. It was It was in the dead zone between uh, the homie and Raph Simmons. Yeah. Raph, friend of the pod. So Raph's keeping hashtag my Calvin's going, and he's doing these denim and underwear campaigns for spring the first one was like solange and um dev hines and some of their friends 
I'm down with Cruise Shot. It's I'm all into, Cruise. I'm into both of those people. Solange it's all, and Dev. It's, especially Dev Hines. Yeah, that one was really nice. It's all families. And then the new one is Rocky and, and Ferg. And uh, and that mob who, you know, Rocky's on the cover of the holiday issue of GQ Style. And uh, Go, I mean, seriously, guys, if you do, if you have not yet paid fourteen ninety nine for the holiday issue of GQ Style, just turn off corporate lunch. <laughs> do you, you don't get to listen to the rest of the episode. Noah's not dropping any jewels in 13 Vibes for you. Um, That's your pass. That's all you need to listen. Just, turn just. Cop, the magazine. Just cop holiday and let the rest of the podcast ride. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But there's a we did a video backstage with Rocky uh during the interview uh at a show in Philadelphia and with with the mob. It it I'm not saying anything here. I'm just saying it's similar and our video is really tight. It's it's a part of the interview in video form that involved also The Rocky and the Mob GQ style video on GQstyle.com is pretty lit. If I do say so myself. Super lit. So um, the campaign is reminiscent of that. Here's the question, though. Here's yeah. the question, like, because I don't know if we're ready to call Diet Prada on this one, because yeah, I just think- thinking about how you know fashion brands are <laughs> called you know, Diet Prada. Yeah, no, you got it. <laughs> this is a thing now. Like, sh- totally. Sh- like, should I DM this to Diet Prada yeah. or not? Because yeah. I'm seeing shades, but um, they could have shot. They could have. It's very possible they shot that before our video. I was thinking. At the which same point, thing. maybe like Raf's like. Yo, maybe I should just call Diet Prada on these fools. <laughs> Who's gonna get Diet Prada called on them first? Although I do, there, there. Look, I'm not gonna name names right now. Maybe we'll do a um a real talk episode of Corporate uh, Lunch. Yeah. But man, I have been really tempted in recent days. I'll put it like that. Damn. To DM Diet Prada. We're gonna have a dirty laundry episode. Yo, look, if you work at another magazine, and you're listening to Corporate Lunch right now. And you're just unabashedly jacking GQ style print shit. We might report. We are watching, and we might report you to Diet We're Prada. Absolutely, and you do watching. not want to get aired out like that. Woo! The diet. If you don't know what Diet Prada is, just go to at Diet Prada on Instagram. That's and, amazing. And and but I I would set aside three to four hours. Yeah, you can get deep into deep into their their world. Where were we? I got really amped up there. So totally yeah. blacked out. Completely blacked out. I mean, I'm glad that. Oh, we're, we're talking about ASAP Rocky and Calvin Klein. Yeah. So the, the the squad, the family, the mob, they're they're all wearing their. Um, now, this is the premiere of Raf's Calvin Klein jeans, right? Yes. Which correct. is its own sub brand. That's correct. And th- underwear, which is also a sub brand. Ah, uh, so two things. I thought the um, I thought the washes were looking pretty good. Yeah. I thought it looked nice. Yeah. I also am curious about the Raf Calvin Klein underwear. Uh huh. You get the new logo on the on the waistband, I think. Yeah, you get a new logo, and um, I know that last week uh, you were heavily endorsing uh, Swiss cotton underwear. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Buy, buy your underwear in Europe. Yeah, buy your underwear in Europe was a vibe last week. But I'm curious about the the quality of the new RAF Calvin Klein underwear. I want to know, and I also I'm, I also wear uh, tank tops, wife beaters. Yeah. And maybe that's a look. I think it'd be worth trying. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out switched. and report back. I wonder if they switch. Let's do a side-by-side. We can get you some of the old stuff and some of the new stuff and do a little comparison. I want to I compare it against some Swiss cottons. <laughs> the, um, you know, people think that we just get on corporate lunch every week and make shit up, but the truth is we do real reporting. If we live this shit. Yeah, I'm going to do a little of it. All right, but the other thing is I don't think – I mean, this is like current events slash, um, you know, just like what's happening in fashion right now, and I, I still think the thing – 
that most people, including myself, are most excited about right now in the whole entire fashion world, high and low, is the graphic T-shirt. I yeah. just think it's still the thing. I or is the thing. I don't, I don't even know. Every day I'm like, this is more the thing now than it was yesterday, and I keep thinking, how long can this be the thing for? But it remains the thing. Uh, I 100% agree with you. I spent a few minutes this morning selecting my graphic tee of the day. You've identified one? Well, the one I'm wearing. Oh, oh, the one you're going to wear. Yeah. Okay. You know in the morning when you yeah, get yeah. up and you get dressed? What is it? I mean, I see a guitar. Jerry. This is a uh, this is a, a, a West Lang park, Grateful Dead parking lot joint. Amazing. Uh, I did give online some ceramics some more money mm-hmm. last Good. night. Yeah. For a delivery that will come surely sometime in the calendar year 2018. <laughs> and um, that was a pre order. Like, that was a very, that's like a Yeezy drop order. It is. They're, it like, is. they're like, we're delivering these April 24th. Dude, I would not have it any other way. Online ceramics can have all the time they, they need. Pro- I will be here. Those proprietary tie dye techniques, you just, you're not getting yeah. that anywhere else. And those take time. Dude, I've done a lot of tie dyeing in my life. There's nothing proprietary about that shit. <laughs> There's just not. There's just not. Respect to those dudes. They're awesome. Yeah, but there isn't I've the given s- them, I'm, I've, I love giving them my money and I love wearing them, their stuff. Yeah, but it's the soul, soulful quality of knowing that they were each handmade by those dudes. Themselves. Absolutely. That itself is proprietary. Yeah, exactly. No, but the graphic t-shirt seems to only continue. I, I don't really see end in sight for it. I mean, it's cool what a bunch of different, like, people from that kind of crop of amateur designers that we've been talking about. I yeah. use amateur not in a pejorative way. Yeah. Amateur and actually in an enthusiastic way. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to have gone to Central St. Martin's to get and brand off yeah. these days. Um, and... Uh, I don't know, man. It's just what I want to wear most fundamentally. Yeah. All fashion analysis aside, it's just like suit. I want to wear a graphic tee. You know, dressing jean jacket. I want to wear a graphic tee. Strong agree. Um, I was. This has been really thought provoking. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to come up with the the most profound take I can about graphic tees, but I'm. What do you got? This is really your wheelhouse. I have to say. I'm sort of breaking it. Well, I was just thinking about what um, Angelo Backe and Awake friends were doing uh, currently in Miami this week for Art Basel, and they just did it back a few weeks ago in L.A. I, I won't get to visit either, but he sort of assembled a crew that includes like Chris Gibbs from Union and Virgil from Off White, and I think Brendan Fowler who does somewhere and election no, reform. Yep, and that too. And um, I, I saw a uh, like a little Instagram homemade trailer that they made for this yeah social studies right yeah Yeah, okay i saw this so what i thought was really sweet is angelo clearly got each of those dudes like virgil a side tremaine yeah um who else was in there chris was like brushing his teeth or something yeah to like shoot an iphone selfie video and send them to them and they chopped them up but they were all like really sweet and cute like nobody was being that cool that's not like some tough guy shit it was like the cool (laughs) it's like the coolest guys in the graphic (laughs) t-shirt universe yes i just said that um just being kind of cute i don't know yeah my take on it like for one like all these guys have a lot of experience and i just think like the the designs are dope i think the tees are dope and i want to wear all of them and then the there's also just like the fun of hunting them down inside. It's like a collection a little bit, you know, like that's yeah. the mentality I think you get into. Plus you get to wear it. And like you said, it looks good with everything. It's like a collection that's not worth money. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I like the vibe that, um, that it's a, just like a little more inclusive, you know, like it doesn't have that like line up and buy a box logo kind of thing going on. It's a little bit like stop by and hang out and like buy a tea or make a tea or 
I don't really know what they're doing. There's take a, a tutorial <laughs> with Virgil <laughs> yeah, exactly. or something. Like take a class, read a book. Everybody grab a Sharpie. Come with me. <laughs> yeah. It has this very, uh, the, the, the energy surrounding that wave right now, um, I think is like really lively and, and cool for our, just for the present moment in a lot of ways. Yeah, if if the direction is like positive, lively, and sweet instead of too cool for school, ultra exclusive, yeah, and um, uh, yo, you ain't got these, yeah, then that to me is a win. And I think that's why the graphic tee can just hold on because the attitude around it, the context around it, can just constantly change. You know, I mean, like there was a time when the hottest shit was just that like too cool for school thing. You yeah, know what I you mean? had this, to have like, that extremely exclusive hardcore like you don't know about this kind of attitude and that was a thing, you know, and now we're in the opposite end of it. And I think like, it just keeps it interesting. The graphic tee is also just like the modern blank canvas. Totally. Should we vibe? Let's get these vibes cracking. Drop that shit, Sam Hine. This is 13 vibes. The not so fast lightning round of things we're feeling this week. No, I'm, I'm coming in hot, dude. Let's go. I'm going first. My first one is radical honesty. Whoa. Yeah. It seems like... <clears throat> this is like when you just tell somebody they're a friggin' idiot? No, 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 no. It's not that aggressive. Okay. It's just that like when you're going through, um, when you're navigating tricky elements of like at work or at home with a friend to just be like super clear with them. Right. Because I think what happens is um, uh, a lot of people and a lot of men in particular i think are conflict avoidant Mm -hmm. and what happens is uh you you just avoid just putting exactly what's going on on the table and working through it and then things just like fester and snowball and all that stuff and so the idea for uh winter 2017 heading into winter 2018 and then heading into life beyond from there is to uh pull off the band-aid and go for radical honesty at the beginning before things fester. Right. Um, that's just my vibe. That's the way I feel right now. Just like just like fearless, like, you know what's, hey, man, I got to tell you, you know what's been a little bit weird between us recently? <laughs> X, Y, and Z. And I just feel like maybe we can talk that out and move through it. I feel like you're setting up, like, after episode 14, you're going to tell me there's not going to be an episode 15. No, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's no shoe to drop, bro. There's no shoe to drop. I'm just encouraging our listeners out there. If things are getting weird, address that shit. Go head on. Head on. What do you got? Um, in terms of attitudinal vibes, um, uh, on a different note, I'm a big fan of just totally reckless social media habits. <laughs> <laughs> and we know and we love you for it. Like, it's way easier on Twitter, but like, you can sense, <laughs> you can just sense the uptightness, the, the anxiety of those who feel like they are. I don't know. People use the word curating. They're somehow like manicuring every like aspect of their digital life. So that like every Instagram photo is like cropped and colored in the same kind of silly way. And like every tweet is like punctuated like this and thought out like this. It's just like, let go, man. I'm so into this vibe. Let go. I mean, yeah, sure. You can always, first of all, you can always go back and delete them if it just haunts you. Let me tell you this. Noah Johnson does not have a disclaimer on his Twitter profile that says views expressed here are my own. I'm pretty sure it just says and brand and he's letting the chopper fly from there on out. And I'm not, I do like, um, like when people insult each other. So like yeah. that's one form of recklessness, but I'm not really advocating for like 
lots of like inflammatory stuff. No, no, no. You're saying like a like a dumb thing that makes you crack up is like good enough for a tweet. Loosen up. Yeah. Just fire it off. Um, do do you offer like life coaching advice on this social media coaching? Because I just I can barely bring myself to post. <laughs> I'm just not into I it. I can consult. The The key, I think, is like you have to build momentum and then you just It's so go. true. You and then to, each one doesn't matter so yeah, much. exactly. You're like, oh, man, I haven't tweeted in six weeks. Like, this is a funny thought, but it ain't that funny. Yeah, like, am I going to make this the one? Yeah, it's like- You just got to get by it. Yeah. it. It's like if you're D'Angelo and you haven't put out an album in 10 years. <laughs> it's hard to just be like, ah, oh, these 12 songs will do. <laughs> Whatever. There's another one. There was another one before it and there'll be another one after it. Yeah, I also tweet with my shirt off. Exclusively. Yeah. I've seen it. Vibe number three. Um, this one, I never thought this day would come. The color blue. Oh. The color blue. My signature Th- color. This is, n- this is not gang-related activity. <laughs> um, Important to note. Yeah. But so I landed in Atlanta last weekend, right? And I did what I always do, which is I went directly from the airport to Sid Mashburn, get some tailoring done. Mm-hmm. By the time I was done having this suit tailored, I was also the proud owner of some like deep navy playboys and a new blue dress shirt. Now, this is not notable shit. What Ex- shade of blue is the shirt? Uh, like it's like a it's like a it's a it's a deep navy too, but oh. it's got some shine to it. Uh-huh. It's very similar in color to the Anatomica shirt I bought in All Paris. Right. Uh-huh. But I felt like I like that shirt so much. I like wearing that shirt with black so much. Yeah, I needed backup. I was just going to say that. Yeah. You got to have two in the rotate if, yeah. if, if it's something you're really feeling. Um, the only reason this, that this is worth vibing is that I hate the color blue. It just does not resonate with mm-hmm. me. I mean, no offense to you. Navy, I've, Navy I've, God, I mean, Noah I Johnson. I take that personally, but okay. We can keep it rolling. Um, but I, I really think it's not because I was like um, in a particular mood or anything like that. It's just that these two particular blues were so dialed yeah. that um, I caught an inspiration wave. Also, the right navies. I caught a copping wave. It sounds like you've copped some navies that go exceptionally well with black, like black suits, black stuff. Black these jeans. these Playboy boots are a little bit um, flamboyant for me. There's some purple in that navy. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, you may never see it. Could be Dobbs Ferry only. <laughs> what do you got? Um, in terms of garms, uh, and films. I just watched the movie Good Time for the first time. Garbage. This has been out for a little bit, I think. I rented it on Apple. Did yeah. you see Good Time? No. With Robert Pattinson? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So good. It's fucking great. Oh, man, it's so dark. Okay, so I went to a screening of Good Time. Yeah. A 9 a.m. screening. Oh, that's a terrible time. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I get up. I roll into the city. I have some coffee. I go see a really dark, safty brothers, Robert Pattinson film yeah. full of sex, drugs, and violence. Yeah. Walk out of the theater blinking as one does, and it's 11 a.m. And I got to come to the office. It was a weird day. That's messed. I would have gone home and just like drawn the blinds and just like shut down. If you're sort of, if you think that you might be into like mushrooms, LSD, or DMT, but you um, don't really want to fully go there, right. what you can do is wake up in the morning on a work day, watch like a semi horrific, tense, druggy film, yeah. and then just roll to the office. Um, Jesus, that sounds horrible. Anyway, back to good time. Great shout movie. out to the also <laughs> shout out to the uh, Mordecai Rubenstein friend of the pod who did costumes for this movie. And, he did indeed. Um, the movie is super exciting, I guess I would say, and just kind of harrowing. And then um, it, it has to do with a bank robbery that sort of goes wrong, yeah. and then uh, Robert Pattinson trying to bust his uh, brother out of jail and 
just it just gets so crazy. And, and but it's a really good New York movie. A grimy New York that surely exists somewhere between all this like these graphic displays of wealth and opulence. Exactly. And that was it's very it's very much set in the present and very much feels really like New York, but you know, so much of like what we see on the screen of New York is like some quaint neighborhood in Brooklyn. It was not you know, shot but, at Brookfield Place. Let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next vibe is I was in Atlanta because I was, I was going to the SEC championship game at the spanking new Mercedes-Benz stadium, football stadium, uh, wherein I cheered on the Georgia Bulldogs mm-hmm. as they just trounced the okay. Auburn Tigers slash War Eagles. Don't know what's up with with Auburn and Alabama's mascot situation. Roll Tide, it's the Crimson Tide. They're the elef- there's an elephant involved with Alabama. <laughs> Auburn, they're the Auburn Tigers, but they yell War Eagle. You know what I mean? It's just really confusing, but the fact of the matter is Georgia Bulldogs are SEC champs. Um, I also don't want to um, front. I did not go to the University of Georgia. Okay. But I grew up in Atlanta uh, in football country, and that's my team. And it, and that that the way things go there, it's like, it's like the way you would align yourself with an NFL team. It's like that same kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit. You know, you just – like – if you grow up in Atlanta, you're probably a Georgia fan or a Tech fan, yeah. depending on various alignment space that could be based on your parents. or. But you were going to be what. a fan of one or the other. Like, if you grew up in upstate yeah, New York, you don't really have to be a fan of any college football team at all. Uh, this is Georgia, dude. <laughs> you're definitely going to watch some SEC football. Um, and you know how in the NFL, like, Jay-Z is a big Dallas Cowboys fan just because yeah. he always liked the Cowboys. Yeah. It's, it's not really like that. It's more regional. Yeah, but what could happen is you could grow up a Georgia fan and you could end up going to, you know, Auburn or LSU or Duke or something oh, right. like that, and then it gets a little bit more complicated. But for me, I came to college in New York, no football. Well, not good football. I went you to Columbia. You didn't want a fan of Columbia University's? They're actually in the record books for one of the worst football teams of all time, so I just stuck, I with, the, stuck with the dogs. What did Sam say? The Columbia did? Yeah, Columbia had some sort of special season. There. Well, I'm a huge Columbia Lions fan. <laughs> One of their biggest boosters. How, um, many, how many people are in this Mercedes-Benz Stadium when you're in there watching oh, the Oh, man, so many. But you know what the dopest thing is? Uh, hot dogs, $2. Whoa, that's a great deal on a hot dog. Nachos, $3. And the cheese is white, not orange. You know, this was actually a really interesting moment for me. I was, I was in line, and I was going to get $2 hot dogs, and then I was like, Wow, that nacho cheese is white, not orange. And for some reason, it tricked me into thinking it was fancy. <laughs> and so I caught nachos too. You were Eight like, bucks. This, look, this is artisanal last white yeah, cheddar. It right wasn't. Here. No. Then I started thinking maybe they made the orange dyed cheese and then realized that it would seem more artisanal if it was white. So then they dyed the orange dyed cheese <laughs> it's white. It's just been double dyed. Yeah. <laughs> Point being, eight bucks, nachos, two hot dogs. <laughs> um, and other point being, go dogs. I don't spend my weekends watching college football, but the next vibe is yoga toes. Do you know what yoga toes are? No. (laughs) Yoga toes are the shit. And if you skateboard or do things with your feet a lot, it feels awesome. They're like these rubbery, um, like it's like this, this weird rubbery thing that has five holes in it that your toes go into. Okay. So it's like a little brace that wraps around the top of your foot. Okay. And gets between all your toes, so it kind of spreads your toes out. Like, imagine, like, spreading your hands wide so your fingers are all spread out. It does that to your toes. Whoa, and, and it feels just, really good? Oh, it feels awesome. It, like, I don't know if it helps circulation. I don't know what it does. But you just sit there with your yoga toes on and your feet up, 
after you know doing some activity that involved like maybe you were hiking or something. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe you just needed to let your dogs. Maybe just, maybe just had a long day. You just need to let the dogs breathe. Long day at the corporate office. Yoga toes are like a seat. There's going to be people out there who know about yoga toes. It's a little like a foam roller. It's like this. Yeah, yeah. This thing that you have around. If you start messing with it, you're like you get hooked, and then there's like a. a cult of people who are into it so there's gonna like the yoga toes homies are gonna come out for this one i know it <laughs> but if you're not already, at noah v johnson <laughs> at not, noah v johnson on twitter if you're not already in just log on to that amazon prime account over get them overnighted for sure because you need them immediately and just like let, this seems like it could be a really good gift for a bunch of people too let, let your dogs breathe it's a little yoga personal it's a little you. funny yoga, yoga toes sounds weird you. you know it's it, and and when you give it to somebody you can say it's yoga for your toes yeah that's what it is that's the idea um, I'm doubling back to Garm Talk. Good, thank you. Double RL Thermal. Yeah. Double RL. Waffle Knit, you're talking Waffle, thank yeah. you, thank you. Double RL. When it comes to fabrics, I should just let Noah just read my vibes <laughs> for me. Well, there's different types of thermals, but the waffles, you know, Oh, the waffle. waffle is a subgroup of thermal. Yeah, it's the preferred. Sweet. You know, it's a classic. Double RL makes, I'm really into waffle knit stuff in general. Yeah. And this time of year, like, I, I almost did long sleeve t-shirts for this vibe because I just want even that even that base layer to have sleeves this time of year mm-hmm. and um i have a pretty sturdy supply of double double rl waffle yeah it's just bar none the best quality waffle makes a big difference you go a bunch of different colors or are they just all white or uh, i've got several black i've got a few white including some with more of like a henley buttons yeah and then i recently copped a red it's a really good color red too stay tuned noah you'll see I can't it's wait. coming to the office soon the best thing about Vibes is when I just learn all these cool things about Will. I didn't know, like, how many awesome thermals he has. Bunch. <laughs> all right, next Vibe is um, Fabric Brush. A lot of people out there, I think, are... Damn, that's a good one. I think a lot of people are still using, like, a shitty plastic-handled lint roller, which They're is basically, asleep. you know, it's a reverse, some weird, like, reverse roll of masking tape. And, you know, those can be effective, but the truly advanced among us use a fabric brush. Uh, I have one by a, a, a made in Germany one from a brand called Red Decker that is like, it's called a cashmere and wool brush, but you can use it on any fabric. No, sometimes when you vibe, it's for me an Instacop. Yeah. This is instant. Yeah. Red what? Decker, made Red in Germany, Decker. Red, made in Germany, uh, cashmere brush. And it, Sam, let's make a, let's do a corporate lunch, corporate order. I mean, everyone should have, have one at your desk, have one in your closet, keep one in the bathroom. Like, I mean, these- Keep one on you at all times. It's also just a beautiful, uh, you know, wooden handle, really nice, really nice object. But it's just essential for me when you're really, you know, you don't want to just be rolling masking tape all over your body. It's just like <laughs> cheap <laughs> and weird. It's not a good look. No. Uh, I'm going with the Joan Didion doc on Netflix. Oh, have you yeah. seen it? The Jay Diddy doc? I watched half of it. What what happened? What was wrong? I think it was just late, but um she's amazing to listen to speak and, and her hand gestures just, uh, the like, gestures are, are so wild in that movie. I don't uh, is balletic a word? Yeah, something like that. Jay Diddy is wild and everything about that documentary is dope and it's just awesome seeing all those beautiful old photographs of her including yeah. that the famous series of her smoking by the stingray. They're amazing, yeah. Like get out of here. I mean, she's got all the style in the world. Uh, this is really basic. I assume that anyone listening to Corporate Lunch is beyond this, but if not, just order Slouching Towards Bethlehem and the White Album now, and then let's talk. Essentials. Essentials. Um, the next vibe is, uh, it's winter, so I'm wearing a hat every day. Yeah. Uh, also, I have the craziest hairdo anyone's ever seen, so that's got to get covered up most of the day. 
Uh, I think, you know, I'm into the bucket hat in the winter, winter bucket hat. Yep. And I think that might have been a previous vibe. But my preferred winter bucket hat of the moment is, uh, this is a name people should know, but Kojima Takayuki. <laughs> Obviously. That's Kojima Takayuki. Oh, come on. No, everybody knows that already. That's a Japanese hat maker who's uh, not not a small business. He makes hats for, like, undercover and the soloist. He makes hats for big Japanese fashion brands. And he has his own label. I got my hands on a um, navy blue wool Kojima Takayuki bucket hat. So what makes a winter bucket hat wintry? Well, I'm just going yeah, weight of the fabric, type of fabric and weight of the fabric. Pretty so straightforward. Heavy wool. Versus like a simple cotton in the summer. Yeah, or even just a lighter. Yeah, and then um, cord- you know, corduroy would be nice, wool, cashmere. I don't do a lot of brimmed hats, but I love bucket hats, and I think they're especially good in like a heavier, warm fabric. I also respect that... Um, you are down, like if you come in in a bucket or like the knit hat you're wearing today, yeah. you'll just wear it all day in the office. Yeah, it's not coming off. Yeah. Is that because of your longer hair? Like would you keep the knit on all day at the office if you if you like had the fade that you used to have? No, I would probably take, the hat stays on now more often for sure just to keep the hair under control. Got it. I support you. You don't really more. ever know. I try to take it off periodically and then sometimes, sometimes shit is just too crazy under there. I support all of your office garm habits. You got it pretty dialed. Thank you. Um, my last vibe for today is um, just buying gifts with no real occasion of very low uh, money value while traveling for friends and colleagues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when you travel, you should buy your SIG other something yeah. dope yeah. to let them know you're thinking of them. Yeah. That, that's obvious. Um, other other obvious gift recipients in your life, of course, but I think it's dope, especially when you're traveling, and it's ultra especially if you go someplace um, kind of far flung, to just figure out something that would make a good, pretty cheap, but super dope and, and impossible to get anywhere else gift. Yeah. And just buy 12 of them and hand them out like candy. Just like all the homies, all the colleagues, people will like really, be, you know. People really feel that. Yeah. They're like, damn, you were thinking of me. You got me this dope little thing. It's not going to change my life. I'm not going to like flip it. The best part is, like you but said, you awesome. get 12 of them. Everyone gets the same one. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone can get the same one. Maybe there's, maybe there's six different, different colors and you double up yeah, on exactly. them. Yeah, exactly. But if you just come back with a little Santa bag full of full of gifts from, you know, Germany or Honolulu. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh or Kyoto. Yeah. And you just kind of like spread that love around. Yeah. Um, good things happen. Will does this. I love it. Every time Will comes back from somewhere exotic. Mobilaji too. Mobilaji's really, really good at this. I always brick this. I'm gonna this vibe's you, gonna stick with me. Dude, you didn't you didn't brick it at all. Last time you came back from someplace we can't yet mention because you were doing a story on something you can't yet we can't yet mention. <laughs> I got blessed. Um, I'm going to take, take, take us, us home. home with a final vibe. That's just a vibe from the heart. And I hope it's going to make me cry. I feel ready to cry. We're approaching. This is a tender vibe. I'm in the mood to cry. Uh, this tender vibe is just like, as you approach the holiday season, a lot of people, you know, feel different anxieties and tension, be it family stuff, relationship stuff, just nostalgia, how it makes you feel. I'm, I'm, I think you just lean in, just celebrate the holidays. Don't shy away from it. Go buy a tree, get a wreath, decorate the tree, do some handmade DIY ornaments with friends and loved ones, have a potluck dinner, light the menorah, do it all, call your grandma. Caroling. It's important. Carol, Dude, if you're it. too cool for caroling, you, uh, just turn off corporate lunch. Come you on. too. You if, gotta just sing some carols. If you, if you haven't caught the holiday issue and 
you're too cool for car- caroling. Yeah. We do not vibe with you no, at all. That's not a vibe. We do man. not vibe with that's you at all. That's the opposite of a vibe. I mean, it's so not a vibe. It even just took me to a negative place <laughs> after, you said, after you said that beautiful thing. Um, I don't know about you guys, but we are going to end this session of corporate lunch with a hug. We love you. All of you, all the friends of the pod, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell your dad, give the gift of corporate lunch to someone you give, love. Give the, this holiday season, give the gift of corporate lunch. Oh, it's just a link. It don't, a link don't cost nothing. A link don't cost you nothing. Till next time. Peace.